Welcome to Close the Door and Come Here, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast with heavy leanings towards our two favorite characters, Jamie and Brienne. Well, there was a bear bear, all black and brown and covered in hair. Hi, I'm Clotho, at Clotho Spindle on Twitter, joined with Devin. Hey, this is Devin, GD Harpo on Twitter. And Chicky. Hey, I am Chicky. I'm at the Chikrin on Twitter. We're going to be discussing Theon's sixth and final chapter in A Clash of Kings and all the usual trigger warnings for discussions of rape and violence. Um, yeah, amplified. Amplified yes, trigger warnings. Every time, every time for Theon chapters. A lot of the chapters with Theon, especially. Oh, man. Uh, and just for general uh, dickheadness. Yeah, 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 exactly. Trigger warning for that yeah. one too. Oh man! So, Maester Lewin tells Theon that he must yield. Theon insists that they send more birds to his uncle and his father. And Lewin makes it plain that his father would have sent help by now if he had intended to. And Theon responds that they have enough food to withstand like a year-long siege. And he's trying to argue these points. And Lewin's like. It's not only going to take them a day or two at most to breach the walls, and they have enough people they can, you know, overwhelm them pretty quickly. Um, you know, and he's he's kind of, you know, he's talking to Theon, and I can't remember if if I have it for the later when he's talking to him again, but like he sort of says, you know, I don't, because Theon sort of throws at him, oh, you'd like to see me die, and he's like, well, I just remember, Lewin's like, I can't say that I bear love for you, but I don't hate you. Yeah, you were here, I mean, he, like with the kids. He, like, he like took care of Theon as he was growing up. I mean, like, good grief, he doesn't want him dead. Yeah, I mean, and that's a, that's a lot coming from him at this point, considering you know what he's already done to the children, and like it's. Oh, yeah. So I mean, I, I think it's it's decent of Lewin to go there and try to like try to you know empathize with him to the extent that he can maybe get him to see reason. Um, yeah, because yeah. he has yeah. every right to yeah. not. I mean, he's, yeah. he's got every yeah. right yeah. to just kill him himself at this point. Because, I mean, I even think at one point, Theon thinks he's, like, probably yeah. going to try to poison him or something. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, he totally could have. Yeah, he... Uh, and as far good, as... You good know, on you, Lewin, I guess. And, and we find out, you know, different, but as far as Lewin's aware at this point, if it is who we believe is the only people out there, then he wouldn't fear for his own life if they came in. He, that Roderick and them wouldn't be murdering the people, at, you know... So he'd be safe. So that would benefit him, like to say, yeah. "Oh, Theon's dead, yay!" But um, you know, he's telling him that, like, you know, this just isn't going to work. And Theon's just frustrated. So, okay, I'm going to assemble his, as he calls it, a pitifully small assembly, and he orders his garrison to meet him in the yard. And he tells them he's not going to run. Sir Roderick's advance, you know, is it, it, they're there. They're they've encircled the whole place. He's going to stand and fight. But who's going to stand with me is what he asks. And it's like, you know, they got this whole thing, like you could hear a pin drop and it's just silent. And eventually it seems like they're kind of shuffling about and some of them looking around and eventually only 17 out of like, you know. Well, and it takes little tiny Wex to like shame. the. This is just Theon Squire. Wex is the one who shames the rest of them into sticking with Theon. But it's like you don't blame them. I mean, like, for fuck's sake, Asha told him, don't do this. Mm. It's like. The freaking Ironborn understand this situation much better than Theon seems to. Like, and, and he's not like because that's the thing. Every time someone tries to counsel him, he's not listening. He's not even no in one ear and out the other. And um, so he tells the rest, "You yeah, run to my sister." And um, 
they go up to the watchtower and they're kind of seeing, you know, they're trying to figure this out. They think there's at least, it uh, ends up being more, at least a thousand. And um, Clay Serwin appears before the gates. Um, he announces Sir Roderick wishes to talk. And he says, with Theon Turncloak. And, you know, uh, that pisses him off, of course. And Theon- I love how, I love the surprised Pikachu face that Theon gives at being called Turncloak. I mean, like, I don't know what he expected. Like, what did you, know you what think yeah. they would call yeah. you? Like, I mean. The things that he's done. Like, <laughs> look at what you've God. done. Well, and it's like, he's like, he's like, well, the Starks kept me prisoner. And it's like, yeah, but Rob had freed him. Yes. And he clearly, he, he definitely pretended that he was on Rob's side. And in fact, was on Rob's side and then just changed his mind. I mean, like, you know, come on. Yeah, he's just, he has, he's so in his own head that he has a hard time saying like, yes, there's, there's levels to this and you, whatever you think, think you were treated poorly. You know, you can acknowledge that, but you're taking it like so far to the extreme. I I acknowledge his point. I mean, like he was taken hostage as a child and there was an implicit threat that he would be killed if his father didn't behave. And like, yeah. I totally get what he's saying about all of those things. That's all very, very true. But that doesn't erase that then, you know, Rob, who didn't do any of those things to him and who he he definitely pretended he was going to ally with. It wasn't pretending. He meant it at the time. We know he meant it. We've been in his head. And then he just completely. Yeah, because he certainly he may not have been treated like you're never going to be treated exactly like in that situation but at the same time better than a lot of other situations like that i'm sure a lot of other kids got abused in that type of situation as the hostage ward yeah I mean, and yeah. and he even touches on it later where he didn't realize until now just how much that actually bothered him yeah yeah he d- he will say that it, he doesn't know how much it bothered him the the threat of it and like i believe all that's real and it is terrible i mean the whole concept of yeah taking children as hostage against their parents good behavior is horrific and no one should be involved in it it's not a good thing to do ned stark but i mean at the same time you know we know ned we know that he was treated as well as he possibly could have been and that you know and and they may and these you know these arguments may not have even these people might be so jaded or so used to it desensitized they might not have even acknowledged his complaints in a normal situation but given what they believe he's done to the stark boys or to the neighbors boys that it's certainly going to fall on you know it's not going to yeah. nobody's going to acknowledge that given what you've done so it's no. kind of well, wrong it's place it's just an element <laughs> yeah. there's 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 no wrong that justifies yeah. what you're up to now yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no he's just oh um, so he meets Roderick alone in the market square. Um, they're still in sight of the castle gates and, you know, he sees all the archers that are up on the roof, which, you know, obviously make him nervous. And, um, so Roderick's terms are Theon surrenders. The men who haven't killed children can walk free, but Theon has to face King Rob's justice. Um, Theon responds that Rob's never going to look on Winterfell again. His army, and he used the term, his army is going to break on Moat Kaelin. Um, Theon then counters with his own terms. They have to retreat by evening and swear, swear fealty to the Greyjoys. Um, Roderick reminds him that he has 2,000 men, so more than they thought, and he doesn't need to wait for Rob's arrival. You know, he can just go in there. Um, Theon, at this point, raises his, you know, his hand in a fist and as a signal, and Lauren appears at the top of the walls with a noose around the neck of Sir Roderick's daughter, Beth. And I'll read this part right here, but um, this is Craven, Sir Roderick said. To use a child so, this is despicable. 
Oh, I know, said Theon. It's a dish I tasted myself, or have you forgotten? I was ten when I was taken from my father's house to make certain he would raise no more rebellions. It's not the same. Theon's face was impassive. The noose I wore was not made of hemp and rope, that's true enough, but I felt it all the same, and it chafed, Sir Roderick. It chafed me raw. He had never quite realized until now, but as the words came spilling out, he saw the truth truth of them. Um, No harm was ever done to you. No harm will ever be done to your Beth so long as you... And Sir Roderick never gave him the chance to finish. Viper, the knight declared, his face red with rage beneath those white whiskers. I gave you the chance to save your men and die with some small shred of honor, turned Cloak. I should have known that was too much to ask of a child killer. His hand went to the hilt of his sword. I ought to cut you down here and now and put an end to your lies and deceits. By the gods, I should. Um... Roderick offered himself in Beth's place. Theon declines. He makes it plain that, like, uh, he'll have to, you know, he's going to have to do this by sunset. And if they haven't let, he's going to hang her. And then they're going to continue to hang hostages every dawn and dusk until they're gone. Um, he turns Smiler and Gallus back to Winterfell. So it's that's what we were talking about. This is the scene there that it's, you know, it's just, it's just, just not the place. Like, this is just... Uh, the comparison oh, horrible the like let's just say this is horrific yeah. like this is this is this is worse than just not a good look Theon. i mean like and to the fact that he's falling back on child murder again this yeah. isn't even the first time he's done it is just you know it's indefensible and the thing is he means it he will kill her he doesn't want to kill beth but he will absolutely do it in the right circumstance. We've seen that this, we've seen that he'll do it, you know? And it's like, Oh God. Yeah. It's, it's pretty like all of the stuff. God, this Winterfell stuff is pretty damn disturbing. Like all of it. Cause yeah. I mean, there, there's everyone involved. This is like an absolute nightmare. Like uh, that's just going to get worse. Yeah, and it's like you even feel some sympathy for these poor Ironborn who are stuck here with him, who are themselves, you know, basically pirates and not the greatest. It's like the whole thing is just a terrible situation, and Theon just seems like intent on making it worse at every turn. That's the thing. At every single turn, when he can make, yeah. I mean, going back, I mean, chapters ago where he just could have made different decisions, he makes the wrong one. It seems yeah. every single time, and it just all they just compound upon themselves, and just gets worse as he goes. Oh, God, yeah. Um, so he goes back, and he's in Ned Stark's chambers. Um, he's thinking to himself that they're definitely going to attack. You know, which makes it even more disturbing because he knew that was going to be the outcome. It's just like he's willing to take just so many innocent lives down with him. Just okay, you know, he he's like Sir Roderick loves his daughter. But he's a castellan and a knight. He's going to do it. Like, there's no way he can't, you know, attack them. So he's going to do that. Even that means losing his daughter. And he knows that. So it's, uh, and he's thinking. Some some great system you guys have got here. Some great honor system that you guys are working with in Westeros. It's really magnificent. It works out for everyone. I mean, it's almost so shitty. And it forces, it does. I mean, it makes people do. You would think that that type of thing makes people do more to, like i don't know it's like either the people who get su- super honorable are doing despicable things because they're so honorable and the people that aren't honorable are doing more despicable things to get to the people like i don't know it's just it seems to be ramping everything up <laughs> so, yeah no moderation here um 
Uh, let's see. So, okay. So he's, yeah. And this is like, God, it's just, it's so hard. It's like, I, I know in the later chapters I do, but in these ones, it's so hard to find empathy for him because it's like, he's always thinking, and I guess every, you know, you think this is like a human nature type of thing, but just, ah, oh God, he's like thinking again about how he felt, like how he felt bitterly, how he's fighting, you know, a side rob in the whispering wood. And it was one thing to, to go into battle surrounded by friends and another to perish alone and despise. But I mean, what did you think? Like, again, yeah. like, you could empathize with those statements if it wasn't for the fact that you just. <laughs> well, and it's so like the weird him. pride, the weird point that he's trying to prove or prove himself by trying to hold on to Winterfell when it so obviously is a mistake to try to do so. And his sister flat out tells him so. And all the other Ironborn, whether they're telling him flat out or not, are making it clear that it's a mistake. I mean, it's just like, what are you doing? Why are you doing it? Why are you choosing this? He knows it. He does know it on some level. Like on some level like that. Yeah, this isn't like, I I can't do this. And yet, like you said, like that, that that need to prove himself. The pride is just like, come on, man. (sighs) (laughs) And then he does this. He gets another chance here. Okay. So like a brief, like (laughs) it's too late, but master, uh, master Lewin, he's, he goes down to shoot arrows and, you know, wait for sunset. He's in the yard and, Master Lewin, again, he's trying to convince him. And this time he brings up taking the black. You know, he points out that Sir Roderick would not deny it. You know, if he opens up the gate and surrenders, you know, they're close with the Night's Watch. It's a feasible solution. Um, Theon starts to, you know, I think most people probably would start spinning his fantasies. You're imagining, okay, here's my out. He's got this fantasy future. And even, but this is so grandiose too. It's not just like, okay, at least I'll be alive. He's like, ah, oh, I'll go into the Night's Watch, you know, and uh, it's just so elaborate. I can do this. I can have all the women I want. Blah, blah, blah. Like, oh it's, yeah. yeah, he's like, I can <laughs> climb up the, I can climb up the, the ladder of Lord command. command. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's what he lands that. on. And the thing, I and the thing about, about it, he's that he's not technically wrong because he possibly could but that, yeah that's yeah, definitely a fail upward <laughs> yeah, yeah i know if you think about it that lot there there's definitely a, a contingency Uh-oh. that would love him <laughs> God. yeah i read that and was like oh he's just <laughs> delusional at this oh. point God. And as this is going on, this is when it all starts to go south and Krom runs over and he's like, the fighting's begun. And Lewin's, you know, Lewin's insisting, it's not too late, it's not too late. But Krom's like, no, it's more than just, like, it's more than just the Northmen we've had before. There's a, you know, there's there's a Northmen with a bloody man on their banner. So um, they reach, the, Theon reaches the battlements. Um, you can see the chaos, dead men, and he sees the battle, banner, sorry, of the Dreadfort. Um, <laughs> Once night fell, you know, a column of men approaches. Um, they ask if they're foes. They dump three gifts in front of the gate, gate which are the bodies of Leobald Talhart, Clay Serwin, and Sir Roderick. Um, Theon sort of thinks, you know, I'm surprised. He feels, he should be thankful, but he just feels empty. And um, he invites him in. Um, the leader removes his red helm and it confused Theon's like Reek and Ramsay explains who he is and how he switched places with Reek, who was now dead. Um, Ramsay demands his prize. Theon calls, sorry, um, calls for uh, Pala and to be brought out. And, <sighs> you know, Theon's kind of like getting a little angry here. <laughs> but this, just 
so Ramsey backhands Theon with his armored hand. They said, you can hear a crunch. And when he comes to, he sees the Dreadford men attacking everyone. It's a bloody mess. Master Loon is trying to reach Theon when a knight stabs him through the shoulders with a spear. Others begin setting the stables on fire. Um, the bastard shouting, save me the phrase as the flames roared upward and burst and burn the rest. Burn it. Burn it all. The last thing Theon Greyjoy saw was Smiler kicking free of the burning stables with his mane ablaze, screaming and rearing. Jesus. Dear God. Mm. Fucking Ramsay. I mean, These books. He did a good job creating. He's like probably one of those sinister, scary. Like, he gives you chills. He's just horrible. Well, I mean, he just very clearly comes across as a fucking psychopath, yeah. which he is. <sighs> I just, I hate this. I hate that, that Theon stoops so low and he's just, he's ready to kill Beth and he's like, okay, you can have Pala. <sighs> Just, ugh, God. I mean, it's like you want to love Theon, but ugh. He makes it so hard. He makes it hard. That's why I always feel like, is that why he had to go through that much? Like, because, like, George yeah. realized it would take that much abuse and it, torture for people it, to, like... It takes <laughs> it takes the kind of shit that he goes through in yeah, dance to, to, like, redeem him in, in the reader's eyes. I mean... Yeah. He killed those boys. We all yeah. know he killed those boys. And sure, it wasn't Bran and Rickon, but does it matter? Doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> In a weird way, it's almost worse because they died for, you know, yeah. nothing. Just yeah. a story. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, yeah. Um, fucking Ramsey. <laughs> yeah, Ramsey. They, yeah. Goodness. Um, so we have a, a couple of pieces of mail. Well, we have a few pieces of mail. The first one is from uh, Buck O'Hare on Discord. And um, he asks, what happens if Theon takes the black? Well, he doesn't become Lord Commander. I just can't see that. But yeah. <laughs> No, but he probably would 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 gain some traction because yes. a lot of assholes, too, in the Night's Watch. <laughs> Yeah, if you could get enough people to vote for him, right? Because they got yeah. out. Oh gosh, yeah. I mean, that would be weird to think about. But I mean, I guess it would seem to. Honestly, it might might be a good fit for him. Might might have might have been. You know, I don't know. Would he finally feel like? Yeah, he'd like... fit in with the criminals. Yeah, as someone, <laughs> Theon being someone who has really who's so torn between a Stark or Ironborn or like, who yeah. is he? I think taking the black and like having that defined yeah. for him yeah. would very much like actually help him. Yeah. That's, you know, a, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah. That's a very good point. Cause then he would be something important, but it wouldn't be in association with anyone else to make him feel put down. That'd be just his yeah. own thing. Yeah. That is good. Yeah, I guess we found the fir- perfect career for Theon. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, Cardinal Girl 75 on Discord. Um, the scene between Theon and Roderick reminds me so much of the scene between Jamie and the Blackfish and the Feast for Crows. Though Jamie later makes his threat against the loved ones, Edmure, rather than to Blackfish himself. Do you think Theon would have followed through and killed Beth had events not played out as they did? Which we yes. answered yeah. that because yeah, he yeah. yes yes. There's no question with Theon that he would have done it. Ugh, God, fucking Theon. 
I just wish I didn't have this taste in my mouth right now. I guess, oh, yeah. and, and especially because it takes so long to get out because he because he's yeah. not even in the next. Does he not show back up till dance? Not till dance. Yeah, oh, dance. Wow. goodness. Oh, yeah, I will never in. read those chapters again under my own like okay. volition. Okay. So for me, this is it for the. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they're awful. Yeah, I read them once, and that is it. Mm, yeah, it is weird because it's like there's worse yet to come. It's like we know, but it's like, yeah. <sighs> um. So, um, those are the only ones about the okay. actual chapter. So, just some general comments, um, questions. So, uh, Kathy from Gmail says, "Ladies, I haven't corresponded with you in a while, but I'm faithfully faithfully listening and enjoying all your all your new and reposts." I know you are generally not Targaryen fans, but wondered if you had taken a look at the new series and what you think. I admit to having had pretty low expectations, and that might account for how much I'm liking it. But gee, it's got a lot going for it so far. The production values, not surprisingly, are superb, but the characters and acting are what has really sold it to me. The writing also seems to be good, and they are coming down hard, so to speak, on the patriarchy. I recommend taking a chance on it if you haven't done so. Love your podcast. Keep up the good work. Has anybody? I haven't watched it. I'm not. Well, what well, I have. So. Okay. <laughs> and so, well, we also have an anon from Tumblr. Okay. Um, hello, all. Are you watching the Dragon Show? <laughs> if so, are you liking it? I hate Targaryens, and I'm not invested in the show, but was tempted by, by pretty costumes and sets. Um, so yes, I have been watching it. Um, don't hate it. I'm not there on if I actually really like it yet. Um, it's the writing is better. I will say that, uh, particularly better than, you know, the last few seasons of Game of Thrones. And of course, uh-huh. the production value and all that, the acting is really good. Um, uh-huh. but it's, it's a story. I, I know the story already. Um, and though I knew the Game of Thrones, you know, story already. <clears throat> Um, I just don't care that much uh, oh, because, again, it is the Targaryens. And I'm like, well, I know what happens here and it's a Targaryen. So y'all all kind of suck in one way or another. Um, I, they, they have some opportunities to do some very interesting things. Um, so we'll see what happens there. But, yeah, I'm kind of eh, whatever um, about it at the moment. <laughs> but I am watching it. Um, okay. So, yeah, there's one of us. Yeah, well, Guile is watching it, too. Oh, okay. Yes, Guile, okay. Yeah, Guile is watching it. I don't know about Lot or Kama. I don't think Kama is, and I don't know about Lot if she's watching I don't think Lot wanted to watch it either. Um, I don't know. If Devin and Guile are watching it, maybe they can be conned into doing, like, an episode on it when the season's <laughs> over or something. Well, there was, like, a point where I was like, well, back and forth, should I just even watch, like, the first? But then somebody was talking about, I was like, I just don't know if I could deal with all that again. And I don't know if it's as bad as, like, the Ramsey shit, but they were talking about how, um, they said that they were, I get if that's where the angle they're getting from, they were trying to liken it to, like, maybe, like, the Supreme Court and abortion and women's rights getting taken away, but there's supposed to be, like, a really gory scene of yeah. basically a, yes. a forced C-section. Yeah, and kind of when I read that, yeah. I was like, maybe if, Not I, great. if I come across it, I would have forwarded it, but I'm like, oh, God, do I want to get into this again? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it, that, that scene almost made me, like, really? Yeah. Is this what we got to do? Is this what we're going to do? And... <laughs> There hasn't been anything since okay, then. Okay. That's in the first episode. I mean, outside of Targaryen yeah. incest. Um, I, just wonder, I, I just wonder after the criticism of last time, why? That caveat. Yeah. <laughs> after 
the latest episode. Okay. Oh, sorry for spoilers for anyone that's watching the show. Okay. By the way, how, how many episodes well, are on. there's been three or four, I think. Okay, so it's not uh, been, but there's just been a ton of. Oh my God! Why are they doing incest? And oh, do you not okay. know what you're watching? Like, yeah. like, what are we doing here? Did you did, no research at all on what this is? And I mean, if you and I would assume that if you're watching this, you watch Game of Thrones, and so yeah. you have that incest there, and it's that outrage for that is always kind of odd to me, given this world and who the Targaryens yeah. are in particular. It's, but yeah, so Targaryen incest aside. So did they? Did they? Um, I'm gonna say did they? So they're oh they're they're so they're basically just going full. Are they showing? Or is like is it is the sex just as outrageous as the? Um, it's HBO, Clotho. You know they're showing it. Because <laughs> well, did you see I, that Matt? I will say. <laughs> oh, go go ahead, Clotho. No, I was just gonna say. Did you see that Matt Smith actually? told them that he was bothered by how much there was like did you see an article he said that and he actually told them and he he wished oh. there wasn't so much and they said they don't care incest or oh, the sex I, I maybe it was both it seemed like it's squeamish about but just in general he thought there was too much of it like he said it was you should you know, not have taken this job then <laughs> yeah, he should not, because there's a, i mean and him in particular i mean he's playing damon yeah. and so yeah I mean, come on. Um, but I mean, there's there's a whorehouse scene. I mean, oh, and he okay. frequents them, but there's the, the, it was this last particular episode, like the whorehouse scene, and I was like, okay, did we really need to do this? Did like did it? <laughs> okay. Did we really have to go here and you know take it to that place? But they did. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, will say. Go the, on. <laughs> um, the actual there there is a section sex sex scene that is weird to say sex scene <laughs> um that is done very well i will okay. say that compared to some of the things they did in game of thrones okay that i will say um, you're saying slightly less and that's what I, and that's what i think yes and but, well I, a lot less and i actually think um bar, so i guess okay. i guess i got yeah, very low bar um <laughs> i guess i could have looked into it a little bit but i did think i do think um they actually got some opinions from women on this one if, if not <laughs> did, you know, what a refreshing change anyway um but yeah is there's a low bar to clear and they <laughs> they, they stepped still over it serving. okay they, <laughs> well that's why i wondered did he not want like, like did he just know that it was hyped up and maybe he didn't because i know there's people that haven't watched it so maybe he didn't watch it he no no i'm not gonna feel bad for matt I, smith on this one <laughs> this is his bad if you don't know what you're getting into with number one hbo and number two game of thrones i mean i, I no one can help you he thought he thought he could th- who was it was it was it the guy who played tywins and said he thought he could make a what a something out of a pig's ear or something, a purse out of a pig's oh, ear or sow's ear or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. I don't know. I mean my from for my for my two cents, I've never read these these novellas because they have no interest to me because it's about Targaryens. I do know the story generally. And I, I don't know. None of it is interesting to me and I also would never get involved in another HBO show based on this world. Uh. I, I don't know that I'll ever watch any adaptations based on this world. Maybe the animated one, if George was heavily involved. 
of the main series, maybe I would watch yeah, that. Yeah, I was That's like, the only thing. I felt so disturbed by like how that did it. Just the whole like whole feeling of the HBO in the series that like my brother had to convince me to watch, which actually wasn't too bad. Mayor of Easttown was pretty good, but I was like, I'm not watching any more HBO shows ever again. I was that like angry. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Plus, I just uh, want to say, by the look of the wigs alone, uh, um, I don't think they're far enough away from Game of Thrones to be trustworthy, and that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> the wigs. Uh, oh, but, uh, yeah, so I am watching. Okay. Um, Gal, if you're listening and would like to, <laughs> maybe when the season's over, yeah. You guys should, because I'd actually like to listen to that, because I'd like to hear, I'd like to hear your both your perspectives on. <laughs> oh yeah, I'd absolutely yeah, listen yeah. to your take on it without actually watching the show. So it's good that a couple, you know, a couple podcast peoples are watching. Yeah, because I don't want to say too much and not, you know, give yeah. out spoilers for anybody that may be listening and is going to watch at some point. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so. And no more mail. That, that was. Oh, or we have. We, we have. More we, oh, sorry, mail. sorry. I, was like, I lost track <laughs> I, of where we were at. I was like, okay, <laughs> that was a good conversation. Uh, <laughs> so our last uh, question is from Cardinal Girl seventy five. Um, I'm curious, are you guys planning to do another reading of Jamie's chapters for the podcast or repost the old ones? Oh, oh yeah, we're coming up on. <sighs> God, I mean, the plan was to repost. That would be the third time we've done them if we did them again. <laughs> really? Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't know. Well, and this this is coming up because we are at the end of Clash of Kings. I think we just have a couple yeah. chapters left yeah. after this. Yeah. Um, we're headed into Storm of Swords. Um, I'm going to say probably not, mm. but maybe we'll... Maybe we'll put out feelers. I feel like not. I can't imagine having anything new to say. Yeah, that's the hard part. I don't know what else there is. I don't think anything's changed. (laughs) No, (laughs) that's the hard part. No, thanks, George. Nothing's changed. (laughs) Yeah, thanks, George. I know, because, yeah, exactly. If it was finished, we could maybe look at it with fresh eyes. Like, what are the things we missed that we're, like, pointing out things that happened later? But we can't even do that. Yeah. I guess the question will be, what would we repost? The first read or the second read? I don't know which one's reposting. <laughs> oh, go. gosh. We better talk about the Gotta first read. Got to decide in a couple weeks here. <laughs> <laughs> like, repost one from the first read, then the next episode do the second read. Like, there you go. Next. Or I could, like, <laughs> splice them together. I don't know. We'll oh, see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that is all our mail. Okay. Thank you, Devin. Okay, um, you can reach us at and at gmail.com on Tumblr at CloseTheDoor and come here at Tumblr.com. Submit questions to the chapter threads on the Jamie and Brienne subreddit. Follow us on Twitter at DoorPodcast. And please like, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes, Podbean, and Google Play, all the places you might listen. And support us on Patreon at CloseTheDoor. Thank you guys. It was a good conversation. Um, closing the door, get out.